tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in for another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And today I have my uh, one of my good guests, my good friends, Dave Stewart, who's what's joining up? us. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Dave? He's joining us today. A music producer and artist from Shreveport, Louisiana, and he's also an event coordinator, and he does a, a lot of things with the casinos in the area. So he's joining us today. And oh, and I, I got to mention this, Dave. I'm putting you on the spot. I know you are a uh, yeah. <laughs> a charter line member of the legendary Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated LSU. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> Shreveport. You know, I, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I, I had a feeling you would do the, the little call or whatever. <laughs> so, but we we definitely are gonna turn up on this one and have a good time. Um, just glad you were able to take some time out. I know uh, you. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to thank you for thank you for taking your time out with me. It's much appreciated. I uh, love your style, love your flow, and glad to be able to do the interview. Which I, I think you remind me a lot of. Kind of like a young Oprah winner. Oh, no. like so, <laughs> hey, you, uh, you know what? That's uh, that's that that is uh something to aspire to. But right now we yes. do a, we do a one step one step at a time. Right. I appreciate yeah. it. Cool, I appreciate cool, the love. Cool, appreciate cool. the love, yeah. Dave. So guys, today, Dave, I don't I don't even know what I could say about you uh, aside from the creativity and just kind of being from left to right. You you from zero to one hundred and point. Zero 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 two seconds. Um, you 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 stay on uh you stay on level ten, you know. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and just so much ambition and talent. And so today, you know, definitely want to bring you on to talk about like some of the music things that you're doing, and also the cool. culture, um, of Louisiana, uh, especially with the you know music and the casinos. Like it's, it's yeah. a certain vibe to that. Um, I know specifically with Shreveport, so. Let me step back. I'll let you give an introduction. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we will roll right through. Cool, cool, everybody. My name is Dave Stewart from Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm 31. I'm a full-time professional entrepreneur, um, EPA 608, uh, air heat and electric business. I've been cutting hair since I was 16. I done put football players in LSU Magazine, cut the Miami Hurricanes, Texas and them, I cut judges, lawyers, uh, been doing music since third grade, uh, started off in orchestra on bass and cello, I did that for nine years, uh, first year on the orchestra, we used to come out to Dallas and win straight ones of the competitions, then when I got in like ninth or tenth grade, I started working like in hip hop and stuff like that, my homeboy, uh, Big B on the track, that's Lil Boosie and Lil Webby and the producer. That's who I started off with <clears throat> as a program assistant. So that was like in 03, 04. And then Big B doing big things. Shout out to Big B. I love him, man. Uh, my boy, Dude B. Uh, that, that was a real 
this person who really laid it out for me, like, you know what I'm saying, as far as the way to think about the music, because he was like, man, you already do music, you already got it in you. He was like, let me just steer you and do it in this direction, man, and you're going to be fine. And that was back in 03, 04, so that was about... <clears throat> Uh, 15 years ago, man, and I just stayed true with it, man. Never, never stole no music from nobody. Never, never stole no money from nobody. You know what I'm saying? I walk around with a clear conscience, man. I kind of, I go where I want to go. I ain't worried about looking over my shoulder and everything like that. And I just, I just live a blessed life, man. And, and that's pretty much me. I'm also to the ladies. I'm single. I don't have no children. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't owe nobody no money. Uh, nothing like that. I don't got no stupid loans. I was on scholarship <laughs> the whole time I was in school. So, you know, I'd probably be your favorite cute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I knew I knew you were gonna come on come on here and take my take my show to a, to a whole different spectrum. But yeah. <laughs> but I had to have you all because I know you got so much to offer with uh, just your insight and the way you the way you look at things is, is so crazy to me. Um, but I I want to ask you this like so I know you're doing hip hop now and you you know currently with uh, with your own music and then with the tracks yeah. that you produce for other artists. But you just said orchestra. You know what I mean? So yeah. how, tell me, how, how, why was that? How did you? No, I don't want to ask you how. How big of a jump? Yeah, I am. How big of a jump was that for you to to go from you know starting off your musical career, so to speak, with you know like orchestra and you playing different instrumentations, and then you're moving on to you know beat production and and stuff like that. I, like I'm gonna tell you, it was it was challenging because in the orchestra, like in a a regular orchestra, you got a, a violin, you got a viola, you got a cello, and you got a bass. But see, you don't have no drummer in orchestra, right? So you know a lot of hip-hop got a real tight drum section, so yeah. I had to learn drums from scratch and blend that in with something that I had been doing for like nine years. So I already had presets on how I was coming in. So like Big B was like, David, you pretty much already the mix and master and do He like, you kind of coming in inverse. Cause he was like, most people, they know how to do drums, but they can't mix though. And they have yeah. to pay people to send their mix out. But he was like, you can't mix. He was like, you can mix. He was like, but he had to teach me, like, a drum set and then explain to me, like, how in hip-hop. Because to me, like, when I make my beats, uh, it's a lot of different ways you can do it. But, like, I started off on Fruity Loop, so... If you, you, can, you can start off on eight bars, I say that, and then, you know, you have to make your track like uh you gotta make it come back around to the next eight and then you gotta stretch it out so you have the like like the the best way I learned to do production is to lead, you know what I'm saying? You wanna lead the artist and let him know where he have to go on the track. So the hardest thing, cause like orchestra and band, like it's music but like, you know, you don't play orchestra in the club. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I went from like uh, you know, uh, 
Mexican, somebody in Italy or Spain having a spaghetti dinner, and they want some Mozart playing. I was playing that. <laughs> You're right. And then I had to go from that to Lil Webby. Oh, like, man, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it was it was a challenge, but you know what I'm saying? I tell people, man, hard work never hurt nobody, man. If it's something that you really want to do, man, just be an honest person, have integrity, and find out what you do know, and then find out what you don't know, and fill in the spaces, and, and, and stay with it. And if you really want to do it, then it happen for you. I mean, people... People, uh, you really want to get dressed for work in the morning, so you put your clothes on. You know what I'm saying? You really want to drive your car somewhere, so you put gas in your car. So if you really want to do music, then do it. Don't don't make no excuses about it. And that's and that's the approach I took. And uh, that's that's what happened for me. So it was definitely a challenge. But once everything clicked, like I learned how to cook beats up, so. Like, I really don't have no limit. I can make, like, like honestly, like 100 beats, 200 beats. Like, how Zaytoven and them be doing this stuff? Like, Zaytoven, drummer boy. Because when I started, like, that trap music had just hit. So, Gucci Man, drummer boy, Zaytoven, OJ the Juice Man. But then you had, you know what I'm saying, all the stuff from Houston, like, like, uh, PMC was getting out of jail. You had Slim Thug, and you know my my favorite artist all time. Like the person I would say I relate to the most as a person. Like, and I'm gonna get a little personal. It done been some days, man. Where I was like, man, like I ain't had no friends. Like, yeah. like it felt like the world was against me, and I could zero on. You know what I'm saying? And, and I and I listened to his lyrics and I was like, my thing, me and him were lady or something like that or somewhere yeah. down the line. We don't cross paths because I'm like, man, this dude really, and he had this song that came out and, and it was like, I know they only want to okay. see me down. Yeah. One, two, performance. Come on, we got you. I know that they don't want to see me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn, I like that. And I was like, damn, man. Like, but you know what? Hold I, on. Before you before you tell that story, because I already know where you're going. You done gave us a little a little tidbit of that track. And yeah. I know, like, um, especially, like, Zero is becoming, you know, a lot of, you know, when he first came out, a lot of people wasn't familiar with his music. But um, a lot of people... When they, you know, when it started becoming a little bit more mainstream, people were able to identify and connect with his actual lyrics and what he was saying within those songs. And so yeah. what I was about to say before you um, finish that thought is that, you know, from from what I know of you, like you are the person that um, and I know you said, you know, you have those days where you just don't feel like it and this and that. But a lot of the stuff that you share towards other people has really been inspirational. You know, I've never heard you <laughs> say anything uh Aside from, you know, the, the the stuff that we laugh and talk about sometimes. But, you know, for the most part, you are an inspiration to other people. And then so you. when you just mentioned, you know, hey, I, you know, one of your, um, I guess would be an inspiration to you would be like Zero, um, yeah. like him and his lyrics. But the thing that I wanted to add was like, how would, how do you, how do you think you connected to to that? Like, was it, was, were you listening to him to kind of more like to uplift you or was it? 
just because you identified with something else or what what was it about zero's uh music it was like it was it was like this right here you know what i'm saying it was a time like i ain't had no friends like like everybody everybody just kind of turned fake fake jake 38 and you know what i'm saying and i i already listen to zero i had been listening to like switch out like screw head like what's your favorite zero like, track man uh let me think it's it's so many of them <laughs> yeah it's but if i had to choose one I say, uh, man, let me look at my phone real quick. I don't know. If I had, cause I, I sing his music all day long. You know, you know what song I like by him? Who's the man? Who's the boss? Who's the, that paid the cost? And I'm just grinding on my job. That, that song with him, and I think, I, I, I want to say that was Big Hawk, but who's the man? Because I'm like, he like, well, who's the man? Who, he he said, who's the man? Who's the boss? Who paid the cost? He's like, I don't care because I ain't taking no loss. So, okay, yeah, all right. Because I was just about to ask you what exactly about that that those bars click for you. Because I'm like, like uh, it's like, uh, he say, she say about, about who is this? And who is dead and all the mess and these people say is dead a person. You know, I kinda stay out of the way and and I be trying to tell people like y'all be wanna be in that limelight so hard, man. But I'm like, it go both ways because you know what I'm saying, everybody like you when you hype, you know what I'm saying? Tom Brady won five Super Bowls, right? He said he wanted a contract one time. Everybody in the world hated that man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like no matter what you do for people, you know what I'm saying, uh, they'll find a reason to complain about something. So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care who y'all talking about the man is. I don't talk about who the boss. But I'm like, all that riffraff, I ain't, I ain't putting up with none of that. Ain't, ain't none of that for me. And that's what I really feel like. Like, I don't, I don't care who y'all talking about the man is. When everything go down, it don't say my name. Yeah, I think you've been doing a good job of, of keeping, you know, minding your business and keeping to yourself. And um, especially with the music that you've been putting out, which leads me to this question. Like, I know you have the new single uh, that you're promoting right now and that you're yeah. getting ready to do some other music, which is Do It. And that, like, even the production, like, even before you even listen to the lyrics, when I when I was listening to, like, the, instru- the instrumental, that yeah. was, you know, it kind of gives you, like, the club vibe. You know, you kind of just laid back. Give me, what was your mindset when you were writing for that track and also the production part of it? Man, so I'm going to tell you, like, I had made that beat. Uh, I had just, one day I was just saying, oh, I was feeling good. I was like, man, I'm going to make a beat. So I do that. Like, I just make a beat just so I can listen to my own music. And uh, what you got to realize as an artist is you are your own worst critic. Like, you will criticize everything about your music and yeah. that's good and I make my music until 
I feel straight about it, and then I cut it on, and I see how long will I listen to this song before I feel like it's old? Because you know, sometimes, <laughs> right, yeah. you listen, sometimes you listen to music and be like, I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. How long does it take? Like when you when you're doing production and you're putting together um, the the beat and stuff, how long does that process take? Uh, I could probably really do it in the same amount of time it takes a girl to get a washing girl. <laughs> it depends on the hair, you know. Maybe I know that's one thing. It depends what's going on. It, it depends on yeah, what I did. I hear you. That's day. fair if enough. I, if I go, if I go to the beauty shop with a girl, you know what I'm saying. She get a wash and curl. You know what I'm saying. The beauty product be pretty much <laughs> wash done. Yeah, yeah it'll probably be done by this time. Yeah. Well, tell, tell, let's let's talk about the culture of um, Shreveport. Like, okay, yeah. so you have like the independent music scene, and also like the casinos are pretty hot. You know, you have all of it. It's popping, man. Like, I'm going to tell you, man, like, like, Shreveport is a, is a big melting pot. And and I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) See, I noticed, like, like, I had went to Houston one time. I got a homeboy out there named Spencer Wardell. I went to Southern and Baton Rouge. And I went out there and it was huge out there. I was like, oh my, I almost got sick, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the sky looked different out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm from Louisiana. I lived in that booth my whole life. I lived in Shreveport and Baton Rouge. You know what I'm saying? So, the yeah. sky looked different out there. <laughs> so, I was like, I was like, you know what I'm saying? It's so many people out there that you can literally, like, how I see it, you can kind of just open up your business in a location and, like, just from the walk through traffic, <laughs> right? people going to come in there. You know what I'm saying? Just because there's people walking outside, it's a new building. But see, Shreveport, like, the way the city built, it's not a lot of walk through traffic like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you really got to, like, plan the stuff out. You got to get on social media. You got to get on all that stuff. And it's a few people name I want to say and come in now. My boy Super Shoe, uh, he worked with uh, Jay Prince out there in Houston uh, a lot. Uh, I think he said that's his uncle. My boy Brandon Pipkins, the Montgomery's over at Hayes. And, what, uh, what kind Monique. of businesses? Uh, what kind of are they? They um. They 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 they, they in the entertainment business. Oh, okay, right okay. So yeah. they they have run the clubs. Uh, Brandon Pipkins is over at Club Inferno. Uh, you got Anthony and Sam Montgomery at Club Hayes. Uh, along with Orville Hall, he was a member of the Showboys. You got Monique and Brandon Davis over at Club Royalty, and then you also have Style Bar. Uh, Doc Cooley's the DJ over there, and uh, it's right on a little bit of strip, so uh, you know it just kind of happened that way that they walk through traffic got created. So if you go downtown, you know the clubs out here don't close till four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you know what? You know and, what? and speaking of that, um, I wanted to ask you really quick before I forget that that whole culture. You just you just named like three or four different clubs and different um, nightlife spots. So what are like the popular? Hot spots, like so. But for someone who is visiting Shreveport for the first time, right? Yeah, what, like, what's what the must go. must must go to places as far as the casinos and the? the All right. So Samstown, I say go to Samstown, man. As far as if you're talking about most visually 
appealing customer service like uh like like if you know what ergonomics are it's the easiest to navigate around you know what i'm saying and then plus if you valet park in your car like like the valet like it go we got a whole separate garage for the valet and it's right into the the valet lane you know what i'm saying it's a lane that goes straight into the garage so if you coming from out of town, you don't want nothing to happen to your will. You know what I'm saying? Samsung, we got the downtown location. We got the venue. Uh, our banquet hall hold like a thousand people, and that's by fire marshal. And then we got like four restaurants plus the band. So Samsung hot like in Fuego, like you know what I'm saying? Olale, you know what I'm saying? That mug, that mug go ham, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mr. Ryan Bailey, that's the general manager of the club scene. The first spot you need to hit is Club Inferno. My boy Brandon Pipkins, uh, they got the sections, they got the hookahs. Uh, DJ popping man like it is lit up in there uh, Brandon Pipkins you can find him on Facebook Brandon B-R-A-N-D-O-N Pipkins P-I-P-K-I-N-S Shreveport Louisiana uh, another hot spot uh, Louisiana Daiquiri Cafe that's a new spot uh, Mr. David Aubrey David D-A-V-I-D A-U-B-R-E-Y okay Scott, hold on just right there Tell us, tell us a, a little. Okay, give me a blurb about that spot because I—that's new. I haven't even heard about that one. The Daiquiri Cafe. Yeah, tell us, tell us, <laughs> tell us more yeah. about the yeah, Daiquiri it's a, Cafe. Yeah, it's, it's a, so check this out. It's a sports bar slash like club. So they got a patio. They got they bring different food trucks out there. So you know what I'm saying. You get a different experience. Sometimes they had a wing man. They had a fish person. They had an Alfredo pasta person. You know what I'm saying. They had a fish. Uh, we have a lady come in from South Africa. You know what I'm saying. They got ten different kinds of daiquiris, and you can get a mix. They got like five, sixteen screens. Everything clean and uh, the air conditioning work. The yeah, staff is like, friendly. It sounds I like mean, a, a an a good um, southern alternative to Vegas, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, and, and then like you that. need to go to uh, 318 Infused. That's our Pines and Buncom. That's more like a that's more like a real exclusive lounge, like the sections, you know what I'm saying? If, if you a cigar smoker, they got a cigar uh, I don't think it's called a cigar closet, but it's a walk-in like humidor, it's I think. Do. Yeah, and uh, there and then Club Royalty Style Bar Club Hayes. I mean, them, them out of them spots. That's, that's where you do. need to be. At. Yeah, cause yeah. that's that's where all the people at if you're looking for the energy and the excitement and everything. Yeah, well, I I, I figured, and um, you know, I already knew that you were uh, heavily involved with a lot of the the nightlife stuff, especially with Sam's Town and just doing oh, the different yeah. events and stuff like that. But before we get ready to wrap up, um, let's let me let me reroute you back to the entrepreneurship because I know when you uh came in with the introduction, you know, as, as you you have other things going on aside from the music oh, and the yeah, production. Yeah, yeah. You know, you also do your electrician and you also uh, are a barber, which that's to me that's like a creative art as well. So out of yeah. those, like which one and I guess, I don't know, I'm not going to pick an answer for you, but you have all of these different things that you do, and a lot of people dabble dabble in, in different industries and, and things like that. Out of those that you have, you have the event coordination, the things that you do, uh, you know, day-to-day, 
the music production and being the artist that you are, the barber, and then you have the electrician. So give me a quick overview of which one that you enjoy doing the most. Give me why, and then we'll get ready to wrap up. The one that I enjoy doing the most is uh, music production, man. Uh, it's not a music production and cutting hair, really, because them kind of intertwine with each other. I think uh, Zaytoven cut hair, you know what I'm saying? So we're talking about cutting hair is a great avenue to meet people that do music because, you know, Jay-Z need a haircut, Zero need a haircut, Slim Thug need a haircut, you know what I'm saying? But before those guys were artists, before Slim Thug started rapping, he was going to the barbershop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so if you're talking about uh, being able to relate to the culture of hip-hop, you know, a lot of that stuff come out the barbershop because I guarantee you when Slim Thug go on stage, she's like, hey, man, I need a fresh tape. I, somebody got to tape me up before I go on stage. You know what I'm saying? Before I go out of town, he's like, you know what I'm saying? On the list, he's like, hey, who cut hair out there? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's real, real important. If you ever want to see somebody be real serious with you about some real stuff, you know what I'm saying? Tell them you cut hair. <laughs> right. And, and I promise you, like, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of see them differently because I cut hair. Like, like, I see Slim Thug and Zero, like, we're in the barbershop. So, them some people who hair out cut. So, I'm not, and I mean this in a, a positive way, I'm yeah. not, like, starstruck by them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because I cut hair, so I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Slim Thug edge, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, <laughs> like, trying I'm to edge up, right. Like, yeah, I'm looking at his lens, you know what I'm saying? Not not like, and then I'm like, oh, he sounds good on the track, but, you know, a lot of a lot of life is about a point of view and how you know people and how you relate to people, you know what I'm saying? Some people, uh, they just do fashion, so they know Slim Thug by the clothes he wear, and they say, well, he's this type of person right. by what type of clothes he wear. Well, I see Slim Thug by his haircut, so I'm like, oh, my boy got a type of or he probably a player, dude. You know what I'm saying? He probably can hope. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. And that's and that's how Different I see you. Just yeah. all those guys. So that's that's pretty much how how I do that. But I say it's a mix of the cutting the hair and music productions. Yeah, I, f I figured you were gonna say that because you you um I checked out some of your cuts, so you do a good job with that too. So uh, thank you, creative all across the board. So before we get ready to wrap up, Dave, I need you to drop uh, a couple of words of encouragement, and then as we close, be sure to leave your um, social media handles or where we can connect with you online for anybody that's wanting to hook up with Mr. Dave Stewart. Cool, cool words of encouragement. Uh, I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm going to leave y'all with this phrase. Excuses are monuments of nothingness. They build bridges to nowhere. And those who choose to use those tools of incompetence are masters of nothing. Therefore, there are no excuses. If you want to do it, then do it, man. Find out what it takes. Find out who you need to get to. Jot it down, make a plan, get it off your chest, and put it on your mind and make it happen for you. And uh, social media, contact Dave Stewart, D-A-V-E, Stewart, S-T-E, 
W-A-R-T, Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, I got 5,000 friends on there right now, but if you just send me a message, I return all of my messages. I don't miss any messages. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, my SoundCloud, Sapio Music, S-A-P-I-O, Space Music, M-U-S-I-C. I just dropped like 20 tracks on there, you know, some less samples and stuff like that. Uh, let me see. Uh, Instagram, yeah, Styles by Stu, S-T-Y-L-E-Z-B-Y, Styles by Stu, S-T-E-W-W, that's Styles by Stu, S T Y. L-E-Z-B-Y-S-T-E-W-W. And I just, uh, my page is open and everything like that. And I just want to tell everybody, God bless them and turn up. You hear me? Turn up. We appreciate you, Dave. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on. Hey, next time we have you back, um, 2020 as we get ready to go into a new year uh we need to be talking about let's let's talk about the barber stuff because I'm, I'm definitely interested in that whole culture and would like for you to kind of share some of your stories and um you know favorite oh, got, guests and I stuff like that so <laughs> i i know man, you do why you man, that's me, exactly you, why i said let me, let me we got we got to put it on another show but yeah go ahead and drop that real quick and we'll, we'll be good look, 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 look. If you ain't never had no no black person be serious with you about <laughs> nothing else, like if you ain't never had nobody be serious with you, right, ladies? If you want a man to be serious with you, tell him you'll cut his hair and watch how serious he is with you. Like it's <laughs> the most serious thing of all time. We gotta have you back. All right, Dave. Hey, you take care. Thanks so much for being a great guest. We'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.